0: We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier, and I am here, as always, with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Scott. How's it going? Awesome, awesome, awesome. I am excited for today's conversation that we are going to have. Um, this is something that I, uh, I've lived the nightmare through, um, you know, people say live in the dream. Well, this is one of those situations where, um, you know, it's a, it's a struggle point for some, and I can definitely relate to it. You and I have had many conversations about it and, Mm -hmm. um, we've kind of come up with a new framework based on, um, all of the conversations with our challengers and our continuity group and coaching and all that, that, uh, seems to be getting, a good outcome for the majority of people that go through this simple step um, to really help get you back on track when the wheels have fallen off
1: yeah that 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 can be a tough spot where where you know the first step is recognizing that that's actually happened, but then the next question is well like how do I pull myself out of that? How can I gain that level of control so that the next time it happens I can actually pull myself out of the muck and get going on the right on the right track again.
0: Yeah. F- so for pre-framing, if you're new to the podcast, um, you can go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. Uh, give us a little grace back in the day when we started just over, you know, probably a year and a few months ago, mm-hmm. January, 2020. Um, but there's been a lot of momentum since then. And if you have questions about what breaks fast or, you know, why we recommend OMAD or comparing the different fasting windows, we've got episodes and tons of information about that. Um, you can get the fast start guide on the website. Um, but for, to kind of pre-frame the situation that you just alluded to, Tommy, um, is when we're fasting, um, you know, we're going to be using what's called fast cycling. So we're going to be using certain fasting windows to accelerate the weight loss process, undo Mm -hmm. the underlying issue of insulin and weight loss resistance help balance blood sugars, improve health metrics, et cetera over the long term, but we need to take the macro approach first, which is, you know, this is a journey. You know, a a lot of people have found us or have related to our story Mm -hmm. um, because of the yo-yo, the struggle, you're doing all the things right, but you're not getting the results. It doesn't stick. You gain 20, lose 20, gain 25, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So putting together a framework or a jig or a system to fall back on, um, you know, we take people through, you know, we've been through you know, more advanced, faster, more aggressive weight loss. And there's no point in doing all that hard work if you can't enjoy the process to a certain degree or, um, get the results to stick. Like why, why lose the 40 pounds if you're just going to go give it all back again, right? Like Mm -hmm. nobody wants to live in that. So as a framework for this conversation, you know, this little five-step kind of action plan for when the weekend gets away from you or for when, the holiday, the vacation turns into, well, there goes the diet when you get back from vacay, right? Or,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, the the so-called, I don't like the term binge, but the so-called like, well, whoops, um, didn't mean to eat the whole piece. don't pizza. know what happened there. Yeah, don't know what right. happened. Or the cravings kick up because a high stress situation or a few nights of bad sleep or, you know, a monthly cycle or traveling or all these right. different mm-hmm. life events that can happen. Um, So we want to really give you some direct action steps on if you've been fasting for a while, or if you're new to fasting, this is something that you can use to put a bow on the whoops and start getting back, immediately get back on track and just flip that switch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Put it in a container, seal up the container, put the container behind you, and then start putting one foot in front of the other um, you know, right, right back on track. And, you know, how this, how this comes about sometimes is, um, like if you have 50 pounds to lose and then you, you get on track with, with fasting, you understand it, it starts working for you quickly. You're enjoying the process and maybe you're down 10 or 15 or or 20 pounds. And then all of a sudden, you know, a, a string of holidays comes up or there was a, a vacation or you, you kind of had, you kind of experienced fasting fatigue, Or you hit a plateau. Yeah. Fasting fatigue is huge or that dreaded plateau that everybody hears about. Right. And then, and and once that happens, that can be just a little bit demotivating, slow down the the progress. You take your foot off the gas and you take your eye off the prize. And then next thing you know, you wake up and, you know, a few weeks later, you know, habits are gone. You're not setting a, a fasting timer anymore. Scales ticking back up. How do you get back on track?
0: Yeah, how do you flip that switch? And it's interesting; it's come up a few times now. Um, so to to frame out a potential, you know, we get, we've given you the the triggers, right? We've mentioned a lot of the triggers that can happen, mm-hmm. um, the happy hour that turns into the weekend, um, those types of things. So immediately when that happens, you just want to recognize that, hey, okay, yep, my intention was to eat one of the Girl Scout cookies thin mints, um, but I had the half a sleeve and then half the sleeve later, I was like, well, I might as well just finish these off. So they're out of the house. Right. All yeah, done. It, been there. Yeah. No matter how many times you put pizza in front of me, I'm going to have a, a struggle with it. And we want to create, you know, an end result, a life at the end of this, this process where you enjoy the day to day, you're at a comfortable weight. you're confident, you're healthy. Um, you know, so we want to enjoy it as we go. So we want to make sure we have the pizza nights and the Girl Scout cookies and those things worked into the long-term plan because omitting Mm -hmm. and restricting those things from your life forever is miserable and nobody has the willpower to stick to that. And we've talked about that in previous episodes. So um, fall off the wagon, happy hour turns into a weekend. And the first thing you want to do is acknowledge it and immediately plan your next meal.
1: Yeah. And and with that acknowledgement, um mentally moving past it you know so if you're if you're prone to kind of those those more like self-deprecating or like guilt the feelings of guilt right. um acknowledge it forgive yourself and then let's yes. get to the next step which is like you said planning that next meal what does that that next meal look like when um set the appropriate timer for it um make a deliberate plan for what you're going to eat and when and then just get to the next step
0: yeah so it's it, the first is like I, I want to stay on this one for just just a little bit longer. Is that acknowledgement that it happened, and giving mm-hmm. yourself a hug, and saying it's fine. I'm going to start doing better right now. It's cool. Five, four, three, two, one. Boom. Here's my next plan. So that was fun. Now I know I may have a you know a couple days of not feeling great. I may have some more cravings. Be mentally ready, but immediately just take right. a second, thirty six seconds to a minute of intentionality in the moment of enjoying and accepting what just happened and then framing it with, okay, like you said, here's my next meal. I'm going to go until breakfast tomorrow, right? It might be lunch Mm -hmm. the previous day or I'm not going to eat lunch today. I'm going to go to dinner. Whatever it is, put some intentional thought behind it and take the pressure off of yourself. Like relieve Mm -hmm. the the pressure valve, right? And just, um, you know, like acclimate to that moment and be like, okay, here's my plan. Here's what I'm going to do. Is step one, plan it. And then step two is do something active. And this is kind of open-ended, but you know, avoid the boredom or avoid getting stuck in the mud in that moment. And it can be active either, you know, psychologically, physically, or socially. Now I know
1: right. socially mm-hmm.
0: nowadays is a little bit different depending on where you live and risk and all those different types right. of things, but getting yeah. out doing something psychologically active, physically active, or socially active. So for me, um, I like to stimulate my brain. I like to read, um, mm-hmm. uh, go hop on the Peloton, right? Do a 20-minute ride, get my butt kicked. That's a physical thing. Social, <laughs> make a phone call, phone a friend, right? Those are a few things that we can do good one. to move you out of the, the, the that moment of ugh and, and kind of take that next step after you set your plan.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good one because uh, remembering that sometimes – you know, um, the unhealthy eating or the snacking, the kind of mindless stuff. Sometimes that's because we don't have, you know, any, anywhere else to put that energy or that, that thought process, you know, right in that moment. So My recognizing mom used that, to say, don't eat, you're not hungry. You're bored. You're bored. Right. She was right. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Dang. I mean, I, I, I think we've all, we've all done that. And, and just recognizing that that might be the source of that behavior that you, you don't like, and you don't want to repeat in that moment. Um, so, so take your mind off of it, get, get away from the kitchen, away from the pantry, and, you know, go outside, do, do something, start a project, and, and, you know, set your timer along with it, and, you know, you'll be, you'll be much better off.
0: Yeah. I had a conversation with a, uh, with a, um, uh, one of our continuity members after the last challenge, and we hopped on a call, mm-hmm. and, um, I was like, okay, so what, is the, what are the things that throw you off track? And he told me, and I said, okay, now we need to replace that with something else. So something right. that you enjoy doing, that would be your reward. Not driving by the donut shop and then going home and working out. Like mm-hmm. if you're not a big working out person. Like like don't, don't be like, you know, go home and be like, I got to clean the bathroom. Like don't do something that you don't enjoy doing. Like you need to replace it with something that right. you like, right? So it's that, that Blank, swap. Yeah of, of, of the cue that creates the habit. And then we try, we always try to fix the actual physical manifestation of it. Um, you know, and, and stress is, you know, stress is one of those things that typically will cause a lot of the, you know, the, the falling off the plan. So yeah. being, uh, being active psychologically, physically, or socially is number two. And then Tommy, number three, get off of the social technology slash media. Um, oh, don't put I could not remember the word commercial the other day, um, <laughs> like, because we don't have cable or TV. Yeah, you blocked um, it out. Yeah, I was like, I, well, Super Bowl commercials, right? So, like, everybody loves, you know, the Super Bowl commercials, like, millions of dollars are spent right. just to get this little minute in front of your face. And it's food. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know... um, I don't even know what's Doritos. I remember that Pepsi, like all the stuff oh, yeah. where you're like, no, no, get out of my face. And then the social media side of it, you said something profound the other day, um, where it's like, it's not real life.
1: No, it's not. Um, and and we we heard it, um, we heard it described as a curated life. It is a curated yeah. life. It is like the best of the best of the best I like real. of. Yeah, it's the highlight reel. It's what everybody wants to show off, but it's not indicative of real life. So it's really hard to, to go onto social media, scroll through, see these, you know, beautiful pictures of, you know, people and food and experiences and houses and cars and all this stuff. People and sitting then, on a and to eat feel, a salad in a bikini, and you're like, uh, right.
0: Okay, that makes me want to go eat the rest of the thin mints.
1: Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Like it it's really hard to see that stuff and feel great about whatever in the moment you have going on, like it's almost never going to compare to what you see on social media. So it's, it's tough. So getting away from that and, and knowing that that can be, um, you know, can trigger things that, that, that we don't want and it can take our eye off the prize. Um, so let's just, let's just minimize some of that time and, and stay away from, you know, avoid some of that negative input.
0: Yeah. And I love though, like the active thing. So get active. You're going to, you're going to boost your endorph- endorphins. Well, while- yeah, sitting in front of the TV for me, I, I, I definitely tend to want to snack more, you know, binging a Netflix show. I can't even think of sure. one that we used to watch back in the day. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, um, uh, yeah, breaking bad. Like that was, Oh my gosh. Right. But yeah. I'm, uh, I'm much more likely to indulge watching breaking bad than I am reading a book or, you know, doing something physically active, sure. right. Or making a right, phone right. call. Right. I'm not going to be crunching on a bag of cheesy popcorn <laughs> while I'm on the phone with grandma. She's not gonna be able to hear me. So, Um, I like that framework of getting away from the, the social media, the TV, that kind of stuff. So you don't have that extra, um, you know, potential to make yourself feel bad or potential to open up that window again. So, um, and then the fourth one is something that we've talked a lot about back in the day, uh, when it comes to body image and, um, you know, being realistic with the fact that that moment or that indulgence or that falling off of the wagon, the happy hour that turned into the weekend, whatever it is, is recognizing that that is not going to have a noticeable net negative effect on the long-term plan for your body, your weight, and your health.
1: Right, right.
0: Hey, y'all, I wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, And now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use our promo code, uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night, uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He is our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out, um, how we can help him sleep. And, uh, the reality is, uh, we are pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put, the air doctor pro in his room. And I am not joking. When I tell you the first night that we put in his room, he slept through the night. The second night slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing. And the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to 100 times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors and we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? An air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not gonna lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money and they have not done the results that Air Doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room they filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So Air Doctor comes with a 30-day Breathe Easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use promo code FASTINGFORLIFE life to receive up to $300 off air purifiers, an exclusive listener Um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code FASTING4LIFE. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the Fasting for Life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in. And now, back to today's episode.
1: The, the magnitude of the quote-unquote mistake, whatever, whatever the situation was that just happened, is, is going to be a drop in the bucket long term. It's not going to be worth your mental energy to be frustrated with yourself, or or to carry guilt around for the next you know few minutes, or let alone few hours, or or days. This is going to be, uh, you know, this is getting back to the first point of just acknowledging it, understanding it happened. What can I learn anything from it? Can I avoid you know whatever trigger? Uh, was there that kind of led me to that behavior and then let me let me just put one foot in front of the in front of the other and then go to the next step and to apply it to fasting specifically
0: the difference between you know a 23 and a 22 hour window Uh, oh man i didn't make it um okay well great do 22 hours for the next two weeks and see what happens like it's just oh man you know so when looking at like a compliance thing, it's like, all right, if I hit my fasting windows 80% of the time, you're going to have an incredible amount of victories and wins under your belt. So, you know, being realistic with the fact that that one situation is not going to have a dramatic effect on long-term, you're not going to put on two pounds of fat overnight or over one vacation. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, you know, draw a line in the sand, you know, put a plan, be active, you know, get off the tech, and then just in the, have that realization where it's like, okay, yeah, um, I got this. I'm, I'm back on track, you know, um, being mm-hmm. realistic with, you know, hitting your windows too. So don't, I mean, really just, this isn't really one of the steps, but be less hard on yourselves. Sometimes um, yeah. it creates almost like a, a stress response because it we, we want this to be enjoyable and be, and be able, something that you can see that the light is at the end of the tunnel where it's going to get you results where you haven't gotten them before. So, um, just be realistic, be a little bit more relaxed. And sometimes, um, you know, we've been programmed to be when it comes to the whole weight loss thing.
1: Yeah. This isn't about perfection, right? This is about progress over perfection. If, if you, if you find yourself setting the timers and consistently missing them, consistently not being able to hit them. Maybe they're a little too far off right now. Yeah. Maybe it's time to 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 back that off just a little bit. If you're if you're failing consistently at a twenty three hour timer, well, m- maybe it should be a sixteen or an eighteen hour timer for for the next week or so, right? So d- do that for a little while, and and then find yourself hitting those wins, getting the mental reps in, building up that fortitude, and that and confidence you'll, behind you'll it. Be yep. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. I I was just like, we're in an audio medium, but I was like, just moving my hands. Like, yeah. And then you just continue. You start at 16, you add an hour, so on yeah. and so forth. Um, Get yeah. So, so, so being realistic with you and then also the situation, I love it. And then the last one is, um, don't compensate or pile it on. Right. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> going through, um, you know, uh, don't be too, I, I guess what, I, how I want to word this one is, um, on the fly here, Tommy is don't be too drastic. Mm-hmm. Like don't compensate with over dramatizing the situation. Don't be like, Oh man, I'm going to set a timer for seven days and you've never gone okay, past yeah. 36 hours before. Right. Right. So, right. um, there's Not no setting need- yourself
1: up for failure.
0: Yeah, there's no need to to have reparations for uh, for for that one little situation that you're you're trying yeah. to frame and come out of. So, I really like the end result here, which is um, you know these these four or five things, however you want to however you want to uh, number them. I say I should say um, it gives you an idea of where to go in with the next part of this conversation, which is if you've been kind of stuck or you've been kind of fatigued with it or just not really engaged this can allow you to flip the switch and get back into kind of pushing the envelope and maybe breaking through that plateau or re-engaging in your why you started this process of using fasting mm-hmm. as a way to lose weight, regain your health, et cetera. So I really like that framework too.
1: Yeah. And that, that's a question we get a lot is, is okay. Well, um, I, you know, I was, I was hitting it hard for a little while there getting good results. And then I just kind of felt myself back off or slow down, or it kind of became a little tougher to, you know, maintain hitting windows, um, over and over again. But like, how do I flip it back on? Like, I just, uh, I'm, I'm having trouble kind of getting back on track and, and getting back into that more vigilant, uh, kind of fat loss mode. And I, I think getting, getting into the, the framework that, that we just laid out, taking those, those little pieces of control back, just those little steps, and then maybe backing off, um, backing off the levels of the window, making it a little easier for, for maybe a week or two to hit those wins and get the confidence and, and just get in those, um, the, the, the wins and the reps, yeah. um, makes it, makes it that much easier to kind of flip the switch back on.
0: Yeah. And as I typically do, I'm very bad at paraphrasing. So I'm probably going to bastardize this quote but it's like 10,000 hours to mastery or something like I can't remember who wrote the concept but mm-hmm. um it's like those repetitions uh get get you that long-term, you know, result. So, you know, yeah. we've we've talked many times about the research about habits versus goals and all those different like layers that come with it, but yeah, if you're finding yourself um repeating the same mistakes then I like using this framework to potentially pull you out of that, get you unstuck, um, and then also allow you to kind of flip the switch if you've been uh, um, uh, fasting for a while with some substantial weight loss. So it's all part Mm -hmm. of the process, all part of the journey. I like the way that um, one of our calls ended recently uh, where um, the, the, the feeling of needing to always be improving and always be pushing so hard. Um, right. sometimes can also create an issue. So we really want everyone to enjoy this process, be happy through the process. And that's one of the coolest things that I've seen in the fasting for life community group. So if you guys are listening and you're new, um, or if you need a place to be in a like minded, uh, arena with other people that are on a similar journey that are uplifting and encouraging, um, yeah. we have the fasting for life community group on Facebook. Um, You can just request access. You can post questions. You can look for, you know, accountability partners if you want to do a longer fast. Mm -hmm. Um, Got some cool basics. Got some great moderators. It's a really great close-knit place where um, you don't have to worry about getting the, (gasps) you're not eating response when you tell somebody you're fasting, right? So new or experienced, you're welcome. Um, Tommy, any final thoughts as we wrap up today's um, conversation around kind of um you know the five ways four or five ways to kind of get back on track after some form of indulgence or life event that kind of kicks you kicks you off the rails
1: yeah i I think I think especially if you're if you're newer to fasting or if you haven't seen a whole lot of success just yet because you're kind of just getting going with it you haven't really found your groove yet um, it can be easy to bring over some of the the need for that perfectionist mentality that goes along with kind of the the diet struggles and the the yo yo and the, the weight loss roller coaster. So, um, leaving some of that stuff at the door um, and and remembering that um, this is about progress over perfection. And you know there will be some of those struggle points, and there will be times when when um, you kind of need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps a little bit. The these little things, these little takeaways, these small wins, ways to kind of pause, reset. Mentally separate for a second, and then get going in the right direction again are are going to be you know really important um, as as part of the journey and uh, just another tool in your tool belt um, to keep the momentum going and keep getting results.
0: Great! And if you've uh, been fasting for a while and you've fallen off or you want to get back into it, we have a free resource on the website. Uh, it's the Fast Start Guide. It's a six six step guide. Um, that's six simple steps to put one meal a day fasting into your life. If you are more on the intermittent side with a 16, eight window or somewhere in between, you can simply use those same six steps. Just pick your fasting window in step one, and then you slowly increase those hours until you get to a level of comfort and result that you've been looking for. So if you Mm -hmm. want to get that head over to our website, www.thefastingforlife.com. That is www.thefastingforlife.com. Download, get out, sign up for our newsletter. Um, and hopefully we'll see you in our fasting for life community group as well. Tommy, uh, thank you, thank sir, you. for the conversation. Thank you for your time, and we'll talk soon.
1: Thank you. Bye. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free fast start guide to get started today
0: don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.